Hi everyone, it's Joyce. I just wanted to say that I hope you're keeping safe, healthy, and hanging in there. Sending love your way and my thoughts are with you. To help spread the word of positive inner beauty, I invite you to please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on Hello Beauty. This makes it easier for people to find the podcast. Thanks and enjoy this episode. I understood like, hey Shantae, you clean up well. So it doesn't really matter what you look like right now because if someone is going to love you, or appreciate who you are, then they see that inner beauty. So I think it just takes time for you to accept who you are and what you have to to offer and digging deep, right? And then also really like, what do you emphasize on when you think of, oh, I look pretty today, right? Do you emphasize on your eyes or your, your lips or your hair? And I think just kind of figuring out that one thing that you really love about yourself could also really go a long way. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, Joyce Platon here, and welcome to another episode of Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Shantae Lundy. She's the founder of Black Girl Sunscreen. Black Girl Sunscreen was designed to start a conversation around sun safety and education. It is great for everyday use and is filled with natural ingredients. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Shantae. I want to do a deep dive because this is really interesting. As a woman of color, I do experience using sunscreen products that leave a white cast. And I just love what you are doing with Black Girl Sunscreen. So before we get into the details, all the beautiful details of your journey, talk to me about your background. Um, Yeah, so I'm, I'm from a small town in upstate New York. Um, called Newburgh, and I love to rep Newburgh um, because honestly, like if, if you're thinking bigger um, than life, um, you got to leave Newburgh. <laughs> like literally, so it's about an hour and a half outside the city. Um, the city meaning like you know Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, all of that stuff. And um, so I went to school three hours away from home, and that was like really my first um, my first like leg of of this journey, this life journey that I'm on. And after college, um, I moved down to South Florida, Miami. Sorry about that. Uh, and I spent um, a quite significant amount of time in South Florida. Um, South Florida was amazing because um, it opened my eyes to so many different cultures. So in the Miami area, it's really heavily um, saturated with uh, Caribbean. Um, folks and um, Latinas, Latinos, so like Cuban, Venezuelan, um, I would say Puerto Ricans, and then on the Caribbean side, you have um, Haitian and Jamaican, right? So I was there for 12 years after doing um, my MBA. Mm-hmm. I worked for um, a major corporation, and then I transitioned out, and I said, okay, um, I, have to, I have to transition somewhere. I have to go somewhere because I was done with Miami, I felt, right? Like Miami was the second part of my, the second leg of my journey. Um, So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to move to Los Angeles. Jumped in my car, drove over to LA. And and this is like the third leg of my my journey. And LA is is very different because from a cultural perspective, it's it's very different than like in Miami and in New York where it's it's diverse, but it's like kind of not. I don't know how to really explain it, right? Like mm-hmm. there's 
a different amount of people, but they're in pockets, we're in pockets. Um, and like, for example, like there's not like Cuban people here in LA yeah. um, or Haitian or even Jamaican, it's more, you know, Asian. So I thought that was really cool because I'm like, oh, I'm getting to learn these different cultures and, and backgrounds, which I didn't have that in South Florida. You know, um, also being here in Los Angeles is that, you know, people come here to be larger than life from my perspective. So whether it's to be, you know, an actor, a dancer, a model, and even on this entrepreneur journey, there's a huge network of women that are, you know, um, fighting the same fight. You know, coming to LA, you know, is, is a huge step. And, it, and for most, in my opinion, it's, it's just bigger than life. You're coming to do something bigger than life. And that's what it really was for me. Um, but it's, it's also like a really interesting place because, you know, you could, I don't know, drive down the street at whatever, two o'clock and you see people eating at cafes and you're like, wait, does anybody not work here? I'm kind of confused, yeah. you know, and like driving a Tesla and a Range Rover and a Maserati, like, wait, these are normal cars. They are these everyday cars. I don't know if they are. So it's just a really interesting dynamic over here, right? Coming from a small town that, that these things, I wouldn't say that they're not important. It's just not the everyday norm. Mm -hmm. So that, that's, my, that's my story. That's my background. You're probably like, well, how does sunscreen tie into Shantae? Where did this idea even come from? Um, but coming from, um, or being in two, you know, very warm places, um, I'm a woman of the sun. So I love to be outdoors. Um, I love, you know, b before everything, but like rooftop pooling was a thing. Like going yeah. to day parties, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, going to the beach in, in, in Miami and just being outdoors. It didn't have to oh, yeah. feel like you were doing anything. Just being outside, it could be hanging with a girlfriend and, and just chatting it up, right? So um, I have a very diverse group of friends and um, they would always encourage me to wear sunscreen. And I would say, yeah, like, no, um, I look very different than you do with the sunscreen. I also don't have anywhere to wash my hands, so I'm not putting it on your back. Um, I know you're my friend, but I'm not doing that. My hands are sticky. And, um, you know, one day I was just like, okay. Well, they're asking me to wear sunscreen because of the dangers of skin damage, sun damage, all these things. And I just stepped up one day and was like, hey, sunscreen for ethnic skin, sunscreen for dark skin, sunscreen for black girls, brown girls, and came up very shorthanded. And I asked myself, is there something I can do about this? And once I realized that there was something I could do, then that's when I took action. That's really the short version of the story. Um, are there, you know, other issues that played into effect? Absolutely, in terms of, you know, complexion, right? Where you don't want to get darker, right? So for me, when I would go to, let's say, these events, the rooftop pools, or to a barbecue, I always ask, okay, is there going to be shade? Is there going to be an awning? Because if there is, cool, I can go there and hang out. Um, at the beach, I'm looking for the umbrella man that's gonna charge me $25 to stick it and, and have it over me, right? Like even yeah. going being at the hotel, it's the same thing. So um, there were a lot of factors that played into kind of where I am today and my relationship with sunscreen. And, and still to this day, the question is, how do you apply sunscreen and put on your makeup and then reapply? Like, this is an ongoing conversation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, I wasn't able to inject myself 
into that type of situation because it was just a flat out no. And then the lack of education behind it, um, you know, um, okay, you, you have melanated skin, like you don't, you don't need it. You have a built-in shield um, from the sun. Like, why do you think you need sunscreen? There, there was just so much that, that played into it. Yeah, I want to expound on that later, but talk to me about Black Girl Sunscreen's ethos. Um, you know, we started with one skew, and um, I think sometimes when you like, just jump into something, you might not have a full vision, and then it evolves. Um, so it can evolve from, I don't know, friends and family to customers to then a community. And what I've learned about Black Girl Sunscreen is that yes, we're a product, but we serve as motivation and inspiration for women that want to do something but are nervous. What we live by is being committed to excellence. And our mission and vision is to start and continue the conversation amongst women of color about sun safety. So, we encourage black women, brown women, to at least be open-minded to the fact of protecting your skin. Even though you might not be prone to sun damage, some people say, I don't go in the sun. I don't, I don't do this. Okay, great. We are obsessed with preserving our youth. One way or another, it could be from dyeing your hair, right? Getting, getting rid of the grays, you know, um, wearing, you know, mask to you know um you know make sure your your skin is firm so our conversation is hey it's not just about getting sunburned it's about more than that what about everything that you stand for right the hyperpigmentation the dark spots so what we're really about is converting and opening up someone's mind to doing something differently, changing a behavior, but doing in a way where there's a connection, right? We're not here to, to sell you sunscreen. We're here to, to talk to you about what your relationship is and why, or maybe why not, mm -hmm. but doing it in a way where it's authentic and genuine. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. What are the, re could you give me some examples based on your experience why women of color don't wear sunscreen? Um, I think the first one is because they didn't grow up with it around. Um, so if it's not a word that you use or a product that's in your home, um, that's something that's not really incorporated into your everyday life. Like, so for me, um, I don't eat mayonnaise. Um, my family didn't eat mayonnaise. So like when it's around, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. right. So like, it's just a, a really random example. Um, so, so the first, the first thing is um, just the, the lack of exposure to the product, to the, to the, to the concept and lack of education. Then there's, um, we're black, we don't, we don't crack. And um, everything that I just said, we have melanated skin. And yeah, I'm not gonna get burned, nor am I gonna get skin cancer. And you know what? Um, I'm gonna look like I'm 25 for the rest of my life. And that's just not the, the, the case, right? Like we may not get wrinkles, but our skin can, it, it, it can, it can't drop. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, and we can also develop hyperpigmentation, you know, from like the sun. Yeah. So many, so many women have hyperpigmentation. Mm -hmm. 
where their complexion isn't even for different reasons. Yeah. So that's number two. And I think um, number three is just because some people just don't want to. It's more of like, okay, like another thing to add to, to, to um, a regimen that I, I don't really have time to do anyway. Like what's the true benefit? That's number three. Number four is, hey, we've never been spoken to before in this, in this market. Meaning like, hey, I've never seen a, a black or brown person frolicking on the beach wearing sunscreen. So no, no top retailers and brands have spoken to our demographic, our community before. So therefore, we never thought we needed the product. Mm-hmm. That actually might be like the number three reason, as opposed to like not just wanting to wear it. So it's like, you know, if, if someone says like, hey, I don't know, if you're not a camper and, and, and you're not outside, like you don't need bug spray, then like, why would I use the bug spray? Yeah. You know, so, so I, I, those are the reasons why our community isn't, you know, protecting their skin from the sun. What SKUs do you have and what kind of SPF and as well as does the cream go on clear or do you have different shades like tinted moisturizers? Yeah, absolutely. So Shantae, Black Girl Sunscreen, has not reinvented the wheel of sunscreen. We are speaking to a community and a demographic that has been ignored for decades within this sector. So really what differentiates us from our competitors is the sole focus on you, on me, and on that next girl that, hey, my skin does burn. I went on this cruise, and even though you didn't see it turn red, I'm now home from this cruise, and my nose is peeling, right? Mm -hmm. So we are the culture. We are that, that, that woman that has gone through whatever hyperpigmentation, the, the fine lines and being burnt or knowing or having an aunt that has gotten sunburned, knowing someone, right? That just, it's like, oh, I need aloe now. So yeah. that's what really makes us different is the story behind the, the product of our reason, our existence. And then being able to tap into a community and say, hey, like, listen to us. Like, we're out here doing good work. Like, this is not, not for play like people are you know being diagnosed with melanoma i don't like to scare anyone it's very it's a very small case but it's possible hey we encourage you to go to the dermatologist and get annual skin checks from you know head to toe right check behind your ears you're, you're getting checked in between your toes in between your fingers uh spots that can easily be missed so this is the education that we're, we're giving our community and that's how we're really different from any you know big brand is that like we have this particular person in mind and then when it comes to the SKUs we have black girl sunscreen SPF 30 which comes out in a um in like an off-white color um but it rubs in completely sheer and it leaves a glow behind we also have um BGS kids which in my mind doesn't necessarily speak color um but it's it's playful. Um, the packaging is like yellow and blue. It's an SPF 50 because uh, kin, kids have a thinner skin and a more sensitive um, skin. Then we just wanted to make sure that they had extra protection. And then we most recently launched Make It Matte. So Make It Matte is um, a mattifying gel that is used just for the face. It just launched like two weeks ago. Wow. Uh, yes. I mean, it is sexy. Okay. 
<laughs> and uh, so this is something that you carry in your purse, a hundred percent sure, for for a fact. Like this is you carry her in your purse and you reapply whenever you want because it comes out like a primer. You wear it. Um, it's the last step that you would um, do before you put on your makeup, just as black girl sunscreen. But the mm -hmm. feedback with black girl sunscreen was that, hey, it's a little heavier than I would like. I'm going to transition it to my body. And that's okay, right? Because everyone has different skin types and different uses. So we currently have three SKUs, um, and they are black girl sunscreen SPF 30, BGS Kids, SPF 50, and then Make It Matte, and that's SPF 45. Oh, I love that. Yeah. No, I love this whole idea of using Black Girl Sunscreen and even you, Shantae, as a, a platform for just raising awareness on taking care of your skin. And it's not only self-care, but it's also health care. It's a necessity. Oh, m more than um, a necessity. Yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. what that's the message that we're really just trying to to drive within the community. And I think it's great that now, you know, other brands are starting to pick up on that, right? Because for me, it's not about competition or, or competitors. It's about let's continue to raise the awareness. Like if you have a bigger platform than Black Girl Sunscreen, then, let, then let's do that. Like let's partner together. And for me, it shows the, the, the genuineness behind it because I don't know, most recently I say like, oh, we support women, we empower women. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's not really, it doesn't, it didn't feel like that. And I've also know that you have a bit of business tips on how to start a business on almost like, you know, little capital. How did you do this? Little capital with no or no capital, right? Uh -huh. um, you know, I think first and foremost, the, the work ethic needs to be there. Um, and um, I don't know if you can teach work ethic. It, it might need to be instilled because it's about your discipline and your determination. Like, hey, even though I'm not getting compensated for, for this right now, at some point I, I'll be able to monetize it, right? So with Black Girl Sunscreen, again, like I went into this like, mm, even with the notion of not wholesaling, like no, I'm never gonna wholesale my product because if a consumer will pay, be willing to purchase it at full price, why would I sell it at half price? But then you understand what wholesaling is really about and it's about um, you know, the volume as opposed to the, the price you're like oh, yeah that makes sense like that's how yeah. I grow right yeah so um so the work ethic is the first that you need to have and that comes with discipline and the motivation behind what you're really doing like what's your true intention how do you feel about it if it feels like work then th that's probably not what you want to be doing you know mm. I literally eat breathe and sleep black girl sunscreen and it's to a point where I should, and I know this, sep separate myself and have my own identity. But because we're in this really kind of transitional stage, I'm all hands on deck all the time. Um, so work, work ethic is one. Um, following like how you feel about things, so following your intuition is also another, um, I wouldn't say trick, but it's a tip because you have to do things that feel good for you. And if it doesn't feel good for you, then I don't think that you should, you should do something. Now, starting a business with um, minimal funds and in, in, in capital is, is hard and it could be really stressful. Um, so I will say it's not for the weak, right? Because you're gonna have to 
be scrappy and be gritty and know how to really utilize the resources that you have. You know, not overspend on frivolous things that you think you need, but you can do it in a more affordable way or a more affordable option. And knowing that sometimes waiting in line, like your turn will come. Like you'll be in line, but you'll get to the front at, at some point. So, um, and my example for that is marketing. Like people want to have big ideas on marketing, but you know, I'm proud to say that we launched on Instagram, like totally launched on Instagram, taking pictures with our, at the time it was an iPhone still. So iPhones, and we had a couple of professional photo shoots that we had limited budget. So it was like a friend of a friend. You know, and, you know, all the models that we sourced, the, the talent that we sourced, you know, they were working with us because they believed in our in our mission and vision and they were down for the brand, right? We weren't paying top dollar for, for models yeah. to come. You know, um, the pieces that we use in the photo shoots, it was a collaboration with a brand mm-hmm. where they said, okay, we'll do the pieces, just capture the photos and, and send us our photos and, and we're good, right? So there are s- certain things where you have to be resourceful to to move forward and that's how black girl sunscreen did it and we we're still resourceful to this day if we don't feel like we need it then we're not gonna we're not gonna pay for it or do it and you know what i talk to the staff about is hey if you have a corporate credit card spend it like it's your money because you're gonna think about it differently right hey if you order something from amazon and you don't need it can you return it please yeah have it sitting there right because the 16 dollar amazon purchases add up yeah right yeah so so these are all the things that i would share with someone that's just starting out and you know celebrate those little wins and it could be something like you know just establishing the llc it's a milestone you've just become you know an and like celebrate that like it's pretty cool like you spent the 120 dollars through whatever website you did it through and you you know, but you took the time out to do something for yourself. Um, and my last thing is to, um, is try to surround yourself with people that actually need well. Mm. Right. And that actually do want to help. Um, because you learn that not everybody it has good intentions and just has different motives. So on a limited budget, you will have to figure out what's important to you. Okay, so I'm not great at building a website, so I actually need a web developer, right? That's literally who was on my payroll in 2016 when I started. Myself, payroll, and actually someone that can do social media. I could do social media, but I also wanted a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So that's what I started off with first. And I'm also really transparent. Hey, I'm a growing company. Here's my budget. Is this something that you could work within? I can see and feel the passion that you have for black girl sunscreen and like what you said surround yourself with people that are willing to help you and um, will inspire you and I definitely get that from you so very inspiring so here at hello beauty we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you what advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within <laughs> uh, that's a really good question and uh, I didn't prep for that question but I'm gonna talk about it off the cuff right yeah. So for me, um, I think it wasn't until I was an adult that I actually was able to embrace who I was. Listen, growing up as a dark-skinned girl is not easy um, because, you know, the time that I grew up, it was like light skin was better, 
It just was, it was prettier. And if you had a finer texture of hair, that's what was sought after. Even being, you know, a developed teenager was cool, right? But here I am, I got my cycle at like eight, 17 years old. Like that's a long time, that's late. I was like a senior in high school. So that means- the same with me, that's so funny. <laughs> that, that clearly I was looking like flat everywhere, L-shaped, I like to say. And, you know, <laughs> but, but, but coming up, it's kind of like you want like boys to like you and like all this stuff, right? So it's it's kind of it's hard. It, it's really hard. And it wasn't until um, I would say, you know, I don't know, mid twenties, early thirties, where I was comfortable wearing my glasses outside. Like right now, I have on glasses, and it's because not because they're fashionable. It's because my prescription is a negative five. Two five, so I'm legally blind, so I, I must wear glasses. But prior to that, like I would only wear my contacts. So for me, I understood like, hey Shantae, you clean up well, so it doesn't really matter what you look like right now because if someone is going to love you or appreciate who you are, then they see that inner beauty. So I think it just takes time for you to accept who you are and what you have to to offer, and digging deep, right? And then also really like. What do you emphasize on when you think of, oh, I look pretty today, right? Do you emphasize on your eyes or your, your lips or your hair? And I think just kind of figuring out that one thing that you really love about yourself could also really go a long way. So for me, because I am still L-shaped, right? And, and tall, right? So I'm about five, six, five, seven. That's pretty tall for a girl. I don't wear like certain pants, like capri pants, like just don't fit my, my body type, right? So I've learned on how to tailor my clothes to fit my body properly, right? Where I feel comfortable. It's not about what anybody else thinks it looks great. It's about how I feel comfortable. So learning those things have helped me just kind of embrace who I am, my body type, and how I want to be perceived, I guess. Yeah, no, I love that. I agree 100%. I want to know about your hair care, makeup, and skincare routine, morning to night, quickly include products. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so my hair care, I don't do anything to it. I get it done. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, what you see right now is done. But in the summertime, I'm pretty natural. And um, that's actually a lot of hard work. So I won't go into that now, right now, but, but I get my yeah. hair done. Uh, skincare. Ooh, it's a big one for me because um, I don't take my skin for granted, but I will say that it is a combination of things, right? So the first one is my lifestyle, um, what I consume. So I'm not a fast food eater. Um, I try to stay away from caffeine, so like no dark sodas, um, no coffee. I'm drinking a hot chocolate right now, so I would do a tea, decaffeinated, whatever. Um, also like no fast food and um, genetics is 25% of it, right? It's just what it is. And then my skincare is uh, different in the daytime than it is in the nighttime. So in the daytime, in the morning, I cleanse in the shower and I get out. Um, I dry my face with um, like towelettes, not with the same towel that I use on my body. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a big one. So, uh, third thing I do is I tone my face and that just evens out my complexion. And the fourth thing that I do, depending on what I did the previous night, is 
so I, I have like a, um, um, a medicine from the dermatologist that helps you with like acne. So if mm-hmm. I use the cream the night before, then I'll use the second cream the day after. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yes. But if I don't use that cream the night before, then I don't use the cream the day after. So yeah. I, um, I alternate days. Okay. So let's say I don't use that cream, then I might use a serum. Just depends on how I'm feeling. And then I always moisturize last, well, second to last, and then black on sunscreen. So it seems like it's pretty like long, but it's like a five-step um, skincare regimen that takes yeah. maybe four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Makeup. Um, I don't have on any today. Yeah, no, you look good. I mean, <laughs> I don't have that, on that. Thanks to the jeans and the skincare that you do. And also that separating your body towel from yeah. your face towel. <laughs> I think sometimes people need to hear it. You know, even changing the pillowcases, you know, oh, is, yeah. is a big one. You know, we say, oh, yeah, listen, I was, I was using the same towel on my face as my body. Like, what's the big deal? It, but, like, it sounds like, what's the big deal? Like, I didn't always change my pillowcases, whatever, four or five days, right? <laughs> so, so, so these are the things that I value. I also believe that the people around you can also contribute to, you know, if you're having breakouts and things like that, like, just try yeah. to have good, stressful, not, not stressful, but people that aren't bringing anxiety into your life. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We already yeah. have so many things going on in the world today. So we don't need an unnecessary add on to that stress. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, again, um, not everyone is confident going out with no makeup, but again, this is something I'm like, Hey, whatever. I know what I look like. If I put on makeup, then I'll, I'll be this way, but I'm actually True. okay with having, yeah. you know, a fresh face. Um, you know, my eyebrows are pretty defined. Um, you know, I'll pluck to make it look, you know, presentable, mm-hmm. um, and throw on some, some lip balm and, and I'm, I'm good to go. And even the sunscreen is, is more than enough for yeah, me. Yeah. Not everybody is that way. Like I know women that refuse to come out of the house without the makeup and that's okay because that's how they feel about themselves. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm the one to judge, but to that's, each own, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, each his own for sure. Yeah, no. What is something exciting in store for you and Black Girl Sunscreen? It's really to continue to um, kick ass in this space. Um, you know, right now, you know, just isolated incident, we are hiring our next level of talent and bringing in people that really want to help the, the brand grow and be part of something that is just really cool and, and bigger than what they expected it to be. Like, no one ever saw like just to have the conversation, we're just grateful and thankful, just like that you would want to talk to us. Like, you know, wow. No, I'm honored. Yeah. 2016, we couldn't get anybody to talk to us. Like, yeah, no. Right. So, so all these things just that are happening are, are really exciting. But I think that becoming a global brand is really what's in sight for us. And that's what we're trying to get to. No, I'm so excited. I mean, I can tell throughout this whole recording, your your computer has been going off. You're very busy. And you guys are definitely in that next level already. So I'm so excited. It's Friday. I'm excited. Well, yeah, you definitely deserve that hot chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So all these exciting plants coming up, where can they find you and connect with you and be in touch with what's going on? Oh, my goodness. 
So um, I don't necessarily plug Shantae, right? So first and foremost, um, if you want to kind of be in tune with Black Girl Century, you can follow us on whatever platform you want. We have a presence. So whether it be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, um, Pinterest, um, YouTube, you can find us there. And then um, I do love um, speaking to yous of the world because this is an opportunity for that woman or girl that is aspiring to be on a similar journey. You can always reach out to Shantae through contact at blackgirlcentrum.com um, and someone will respond to you. And if you want to get on my calendar for 20, 30 minutes, we're here to help give some tips and tricks or just kind of listen to where you're at and maybe give advice. So we do offer that. It is a complimentary conversation. And uh, so many people have taken us up on that offer. Um, because I love that. Time, time because for me, I didn't have anyone that I could talk to. And 2016 is so different than 2021 in terms yeah. of being having access to people, right? Um, like even from a customer service perspective, like you had to call like some 1-800 number to like find somebody and it would just like ring, ring, ring. But now you could just send them a tweet and a company is like responding. This so. is great. Yeah. No, I love what you're doing. Um, do you know Hello Products? The Hello Toothpaste? Have you heard of them? Oh, yeah. 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 So the founder, Craig Dubitsky, he does the exact same thing. He gives out his phone number and his Skype um, username and he's open for people to call him and just like talk to him. So you're doing great. You're doing the same thing. And that's like what we really need from founders. Well, keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> Likewise, you're an inspiration. Thank you. You know, what I do think is important um, for women that are speaking to um, people that are on this entrepreneur journey is like follow up. Because where we are today is probably not where we're going to be next, um, you know, January for 2022. So I don't know if that's something like that's on your radar, but I always ask like, hey, if you have the chance, if you're not big, right so <laughs> you have us back on then just let's 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 have a follow-up conversation and that's how you really oh yeah and hold us accountable both of us yeah i have i have guests that have gone back on second or the third time it's fun and i love having that familiarity it's like we're old friends chatting i mean because at that point we've, we've become friends and then also these are just great friends that i just want people to keep thinking about so yeah it's definitely going to be in the books you and i <laughs> Thank you so thank, much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your hot chocolate. <laughs>